the expectations we place on ourselves and others loom large in our lives, creating stress, pressure, and resentments. In today's episode, we talk about the strain living with unrealistic expectations creates. We share the harm the word should has caused and the absolute need for grace and an acceptance of our shifting capacity. We wrap up today's podcast by sharing a few truths to help us let go of the expectations that weigh down our hearts and steal our happiness. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now let's head to the hill. Hey guys, uh, welcome to Girl on a Hill. I have Crystal and Jolene with me. Hey. Hi. Um, I'm going to start right away with a definition today, and it is a doozy. And it's a little clunky, <laughs> okay. but clunky can still be painful. Yep. So we're just going to jump right in. Do it. To the mess. Um, okay. We're talking about expectations today. Expectations are the hope for happiness. And if the expectation is not met, it immediately means unhappiness. Rude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Immediately. Yes. <laughs> immediately. And, you know, we're hanging our happiness on the expectation. So, and again, it's clunky, but painful. So I thought, you know, we all have a vision of how we want things to go. Right. Yes. Right. Whether it be like a certain situation or our whole life, probably both. <laughs> we Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's so true. It is. We, or yeah. our whole life. Yeah. Uh, we have like yes, the binders. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, we know how we want things to work out. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I would advocate all day long for optimism and Pollyanna yeah. and I would. Uh-huh. But, and I have my, the butt in bold. Okay. Okay. We get ourselves into trouble when our happiness and sense of okayness hinges on everything working out the way we want it to. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, mm -hmm. No. Okay. Because it never does. It never never does. does. Expectations hurt. When we're unable to pivot mentally and emotionally when things inevitably go off our desired course. Thinking of I, I know you're thinking the couch up the stairs. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Oh. They had right. a hard time pivoting and so did we. <laughs> we do. Yeah. But I love that. Like, okay, I can expect things to go my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's when I can't pivot mm-hmm. when they don't right. that mm. I fall apart. Yeah. Yes. We don't get hurt by expectations. Expectations aren't the problem. We get hurt when we receive things contrary to what we expect and are unable to accept. Yeah. The problem is we also create unrealistic expectations, Mm -hmm. especially for ourselves. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the biggest section today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we're really good at setting ourselves up for disappointment. 100%. Really, really good. Real good. Yeah. Not proud, really good, but real <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, gold star. Gold star. Uh, when we have expectations, we're pulled out of the moment and can't see the moment for what it is. Mm-hmm. We can only see it through the lens of this isn't what I wanted. And then everything isn't good enough. Yeah. What is the opposite of rose-colored glasses? I don't know. Tantrum? 
Because <laughs> when you read that, that's what I picture myself as, like a three-year-old on the floor throwing a tantrum. Mm, I mean, just yeah. like, you didn't get me the pink one. Yeah. I got an ice cream cone, but it wasn't a pink one. Mm, you know, yeah. you ruined my world. It's so true. And it can be about the littlest things like it's, that. Yeah. I think a lot of times it is the little yeah. things. We build everything up in our head, though, as like, <laughs> I mean, as some of this, I think this is really good going into Christmas because like holidays, we tend to build up as these, uh-huh. they have to be magical end all be all yeah. moments. And mm-hmm. let's just face it, they're not going to be your kid is going right. to chuck the pants on the floor <laughs> and kids are going to be sick and you're going to fight with your spouse. Like it's going to happen. <laughs> the food isn't going to come out perfectly timed at the right yes, time. Or guess gonna, what? No one's going to eat your turkey. You're going to have the Christmas vacation turkey that Aww. pops. Grandma's going to put cat food in the jello. Like... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh. It's just not going to be real. But I've had so many days ruined. Yeah. I mean, and then that day, how often do we let it go? Be real. Mm. We stew about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to dig into two really big things today. Okay. We're going to talk about the expectations we put on other people. Because uh-huh. that causes a lot of problems. It, yes, it, it does. does. Expect. The expectations we put on ourselves uh-huh. also cause problems. And how rude we are to ourselves. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about how to fix it. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Okay. So we're going to talk first about expectations on other people. Mm-hmm. It's painful, not as painful as what we do to ourselves. I yeah. love this. Here's definition number two. And this, is, this just hits in relation to the expectations we put on other people. Mm-hmm. Expectations are premeditated resentments. Oh my, oh my goodness. Ben, you oh just my, hit me in the shit. Oh my goodness. That. <laughs> we laugh because it hurts. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. That was a sucker punch. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that. I told you guys. <laughs> I told you last night. Yeah. Oh. Premeditated resentment. It's that, so true. <laughs> yeah. That is terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh. You're welcome. Okay. Well, the good news is, is hopefully we can remember those yeah. words. Like when yeah. we're trying to set expectations for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, premeditated <laughs> yes. resentment right uh-huh. here. Yeah. That's a real yeah. good one. So here's something to keep in mind too, because it rang so true for me. People who have harsh expectations of and for others mm-hmm. are typically hardest on themselves. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It all it all fits hand in glove. Um, when expectations are not met, four negative emotions emerge: mm-hmm. anger, sadness, anxiety, or okay. shame. Are usually the big four that yeah. that come about when expectations aren't met. That sounds accurate. I'm going to say and some other really hurtful things, and then we're going to talk about fixing this. Okay. Okay. Placing your own happiness at the mercy of someone else's behavior oh. is the quickest way to feel bitter and resentful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. People are not perfect. We cannot do that. No, we cannot. Not at all. Uh-uh. And we can't expect, I get into trouble when I expect other people to think and behave the way I would. Yes. People are not me. No. No. Medium.com said this. Oh, Placing expectations on others is like betting on someone else's reality to match with our own imagination. <laughs> that, oh my God. that sounds really crazy when you say it. It, does, like, it yeah. sounds crazy mm-hmm. out loud, but how often do we do no, we it? Do it. Every Every time. Like, we totally do it. And uh-huh. like, oh my goodness, like, I 
Wow. Uh-huh. That's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it, it we are insane to yes. Y- yeah. Here's another hard truth. Simply expecting something to happen will not make it happen. <laughs> Let's be real upfront about that. Many of us at some point have mistakenly believed that expecting other people to behave the way we want will actually make them behave that way. That, right. Yeah. I don't care if that's your coworker, your spouse, your child, child. your parent, the yeah. person in front of you in traffic. Mm. They're not going to do it. No, they're they not. are not. They are not. Because let's face it. We're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> do you meet your it. expectations? No. No. No, but I can justify it. Right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can. I have a reason. <laughs> I have a whole long list of reasons. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. So what do we do? What do we do? Can I ask a quick question before this? So what happens if people pick up on expectations that you have never verbalized or even thought about? Oh, I, I have that. Yeah. Oh, you oh, have that? Yeah. Because I've definitely been told, like, well, I can't meet your expect. I didn't yes. set any expectations. Yes, that you were aware of. <laughs> that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't know where to go with that. But yeah, that's a really good question. I will, I, hopefully I will get there in a, okay. in a okay. second because I had that come up with my own kids. Okay. So, but the first thing that I think is really important is you have to express your expectations. Yeah. If you want somebody to do something, you have to tell them. Communicate with your words. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this in like the marriage one. Men can't read your minds. No. Nobody can. No. Either gender. Right. Guess Correct. what? Like, no. Nope. No. If you can read minds, can we meet you? Because I want to know how you're doing it. Um, yeah. I don't want to actually do it. That sounds no, horrible. No, I don't really want to. It's my better. Own, just, my own mind is enough. Yeah, that's Correct. so true. Unspoken expectations are almost guaranteed to go unfulfilled. Yeah. Thinking about you and I think you wanted ice cream one time. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> every time we drive by that darn Dairy Queen, now he looks at me. <laughs> like, this is just this, am I stopping? <laughs> Do you need the blizzard? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Froze him out for like 50 miles. <laughs> he was supposed to know. Um, I used to... <laughs> Yeah, he's clearly let it go 20 years later. We've all done yes. it. We've all done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could have had the blizzard if I had just said. <laughs> A study concluded that about 80% of our expectations are assumed, not communicated. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so true, especially if you're thinking about family. I'm learning this with the small child and a spouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it was like that, but it's more now. Mm-hmm. It's more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so what do we do? First thing I said is lighten up. Okay. Balance mm-hmm. your expectations of others against reality. Yes. I get perfection, exactness, and 100% control makes us feel comfortable and all right with the world. Yeah. But what does that do to other people? Miserable. Makes them crazy sad. Yeah, what if that was being put on you? It would be horrible. Hey, guess what I'm thinking right now? And guess what? If you get it wrong, everything's ruined and it's your fault. Yeah, like, hey, you're not enough and you never will be. Not Mm. enough. I tell myself that enough, like in other forms. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not nice to hear it from myself. I wouldn't want to say it to someone else. But we uh, we do it. We do it to the people we love. Hmm. 
you didn't meet all of these expectations I had of you that I didn't even tell you about. But by the way, you didn't meet them, and so you're not good enough, and I'm mad at you. Mm. Yes. They have to be actual thought-out expectations. I don't know. Okay. I, thought, I have them. depend on what it is, how big of yeah. a deal it is. I'm just asking. I don't have an actual situation. Mm. Um, okay, so I saw this. If hopefully this answers what Crystal was saying. So if someone you love is struggling or buckling like under expectations or pressure, or you know, it's getting to them, like whatever it is, whether it's real or imagined, okay, like tell them what your actual expectations are. So I saw this with my own kids this year where they were going into, you know, it was my son's first year of public high school. Mm. And my daughter was going with new math class with like, Uh way different rules than the first two years. Yeah. So, and they were both freaking out and thinking that we expected a hundred percent on every assignment and that we expected absolute perfection and that they had to do everything perfectly. And when we hadn't said those words to them, but you actually would have never, ever expected that. No, you just want them to do their best. Exactly. Right. So when we sat that down and told them, I can see that you are really, freaking out and scared. And we're like, yeah, exactly. We just want you to try. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do what you, yes, do whatever you can. Study, work through. But we just, we do not expect you to do this perfectly. And you could just see the weight come off. And then here's the really interesting part. They both started doing a hundred billion percent better. I have never seen higher test grades for my daughter. Mm. Just because that pressure was removed. Yeah really breaks my heart uh-huh. that we're in the third year. Yeah. Third year of carrying around that pressure. That pressure yeah. of, I, I, I think my parents expect me to be perfect. Oh, it's hard. Absolutely, I do not. Never. No. So, yeah, I think it's important just to tell people. Or if you see somebody constantly, like someone in your house or at work, in that prove cycle, because mm-hmm. we know what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Just being like, I see what you're, all the work you're doing, and I totally appreciate it, but know that you don't have right. You can you can take a break, like right. Whatever. Um. Yeah. So that was my thing. Here's a couple other things. Um. I don't like this at all. This hurts so much. Stop expecting reciprocity. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't view the things you do for others as transactions. This hits in marriage a lot. Like if yeah. um. So. You know, well, I folded all of your laundry and put it away. And so now I'm expecting some, you know, well, when right. are you going to do the next right. chore? Yeah. Like I did all of this. I worked hard on it. You know, right. I see it a lot. Well, sometimes you just don't have it to give and it goes both ways. Yep. It does. I oh, yeah. remember hearing from my parents. I don't know if they ever said it specifically, but um, you don't, it's for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And it's, I hear people talk about marriage is 50, 50. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's, it, it fluctuates. You, yeah, yeah it can't be because there are some days where you just mm-hmm. don't have it. Some mm-hmm. days you're, you give it all and some yep. days you need help. Yep. Yeah. Well, and let's be real too, like doing something nice for somebody, it, the kindness is kind of removed if you're expecting something <gasps> if, back. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, it is no longer a kindness. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes it very miserable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even on the big things, like, okay, well, someone you helped someone move, you cannot just magically expect them to help you when it's t- it, that's, right. it, that's yeah. just not like yeah. 
Here's the biggest one. Never make your happiness someone else's responsibility. Please never do I that. have talked with my husband about yeah. that. It's too big a burden. Yeah. They yeah, can't do it. No. No. Mm-mm. But we put it's, it on them. It's so unfair. It, it is. is it's so extremely unfair. unfair. Yeah. Your happiness can't hinge on whether someone vacuums the room or turns in their TPS report on time. Yeah. Okay. Now let's get real painful. Mm-hmm. The expectations we put on ourselves. Stab us. Mm-hmm. When I was studying, I found an article called How to Stop Being a Victim of Your Own High Expectations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. Uh, Very accurate. It's accurate. Expecting too much from yourself can be associated with disappointment, burnout, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, and low self-esteem. Yep. Those all sound about right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really want some more of those things. Uh, no. I don't want I got, any of those yeah, things. I got plenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Here are some signs you may be expecting too much from yourself. Mm-hmm. These are from healthyplace.com. So you might want to just do a little tally in your head. Mm-hmm. Perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Not allowing yourself to make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Being overly critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Setting goals based on other people's expectations. Yeah. Uh-huh. People pleasing. Uh-huh. Taking on more than you can handle. Mm-hmm. A constant need to achieve. Expecting to be at 100% capacity at all times. Oh, yeah. 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 So if we can go back to the other people's goals, mm. just yeah. to, be, <laughs> to be fair, people always set goals higher than what they ever expect. That be. is so true. So, like, if we can also keep that mm-hmm. in mind. That, true. When yeah. I realized that, that made my life a lot better. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, here's my definition. Um, of expectation, or it's not my, it was the actual definition. And I thought it was a good place here. Mm -hmm. A belief that someone will or should achieve something. And I wanted to focus in on that word should, Uh because that's what gets us into trouble. Should. The should. And I wanted to talk about a word most of us really stink at, which is grace. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're real, real bad at that. Okay, I saw a question today I want to ask you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. If someone asked you to recall the last time you were kind to yourself, mm. would you struggle to come up with it? Probably, because I'm not pausing long enough to big think about it, but yeah. What kind of kindness are we talking? I'm trying to think now. I'm like, go through the, go through the motions. you got to find an answer, because that's my mm-hmm. yeah. unrealistic expectations in my head yeah Yeah, i couldn't along with that one time my cousin had posted something on social media you know Mm -hmm. way to put that on there Mm -hmm. but it was like if you list all the things that you love how far down is it before you write yourself Mm -hmm. oh and that really struck me as Mm -hmm. we never never we never i wouldn't have listed myself Mm -mm. yeah not out of i mean like i love cookies but (laughs) (laughs) but you don't you don't think about that and so really how kind are we we're like non-factors in our own life yeah yeah that's sad what was the answer for you oh i couldn't come up with one either there Mm -mm. couldn't i was like oh yeah that's a good question i'm gonna write that down because i can't (laughs) so just like we talked about it in our balance episode we have to take variables yes into account have to i mean Mm -hmm. it's so hard so that's Mm -hmm. why i'm talking telling you again i will tell you again and again to hear it again so yeah 
So what we can do, and I mean, it's not just seasons of life. We talk about different seasons of life and that is true, but it's also day to day. Yeah. And we have to acknowledge that. Right. Um, you know, we have to be okay with it. Um, what I did yesterday might not be what I can do today. Right. Like, and that's just, you have to be fine with it. There has to be grace. Okay. So I wanted to share an example from my own life. Okay. Um, Okay. So after the first few weeks of lockdown, uh-huh. I started to notice a trend in myself where I was just doing less. I don't know if you guys noticed that too. Like I just, the amount of tangible work I could point to at the end of every day was just considerably less than what I had been accomplishing pre-COVID. Uh-huh. And it really bothered me. Of course. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting down with David one night, just kind of venting my frustrations about myself all over him. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, I'm not getting anything done. I don't understand what's happening. What is it I'm actually doing with my life right now? And he looked at me and he was like, you're living through a pandemic, Becky, give yourself some grace. Uh-huh. But like, we just feel like those variables don't matter. Like right. I wasn't taking that into account, yeah. like this historic, right. terrible thing. Like, and it can be small stuff too. Like it doesn't matter. Like if I'm sick, uh-huh. mm-hmm. there's no grace. If we're in the middle of a big life adjustment, uh-huh. if I didn't get enough sleep, yeah. right? If my energy is being directed at something different, mm-hmm. you know, like even today, I needed. I had these. My podcasts weren't finished because I've been gone all week. Yeah. Right. So I needed to do that, but it's still in the back of my mind. It was like you should have been getting more laundry done. Kitchen floor needs to be swept. Mm-hmm. Like you, bad right. girl. Like you're behind. You're behind. You're behind. Yeah. Right. There was no grace. The shoulds took over. Right. So we feel like, I put this too, like we feel like our output should remain constant. So when there's a day or a season when the output changes, we end up feeling worthless. Yeah. Here's a question. What would you do differently in your own life if you knew no one would judge you for it? I just thought of a sad one. Oh, I got feelings. I just, I, my baby, when he wakes up, he likes to snuggle and I like to snuggle him and I'm, Mm. I have the privilege of staying home, but, and it's, he's nine months and we don't sleep sometimes and that's real rough. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, I feel guilty sometimes because I'm sitting there and I'm, we're just hanging out with Mm -hmm. him in the rocker. He's just happy and doing Uh things. And I'm like, it's been three days. You haven't folded the laundry. You still Mm. got more laundry to put in or like a Florida vacuum mm-hmm. instead of just sitting there and enjoying my small child yep. because I feel uh-huh. guilty about it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I sit there and some days I'm like, ah, oh, it's fine. And other days I'm like, why are you just sitting here with your kid when you could be doing literally mm-hmm. anything else? Yep. Because he's my baby yeah. and he's going to get big soon. Yep. I think that's a, that's powerful. Oh, yeah. Enjoy those snuggles. Yeah, and I'm I think trying. we're not judging you for. I think that needing... judgment and see that judgment is perceived. Uh, not my real. husband has never. He it's would been never. it's no. been a laundry week. Yeah, it's it's folded. I haven't yeah. put it away. <laughs> there's no. been, as long as there's like clean, there's clean stuff. There's enough clean. He hasn't complained at all. He's see, like, and that's fine. like your soul is crying. Like I want this connection. I want this time with a person. Like that's yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. That was what jumped to my mind too. Was not. I mean, it was just. To rest, to yeah. spend more time being and not doing. Yeah. I would do less is what I would do. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I mean, I think, because, and I asked that question here because I think it's telling, because I think we d- 
do all the things because mm-hmm. we think we're going to be judged for it because we have, we're living within other people's expectations <clears throat> right? or whatever garbage we're putting on ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's what good moms look like, our uh-huh. good wives, our good workers, or whatever. Uh-huh. Good Christians, whatever it is. What is the cost of holding so tightly to your expectations for yourself? My mood. Mm. Yeah. Mood is a big one, for sure. Well, because your mood affects everything. What you do, how you talk to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your peace, your sanity. It's a high cost. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, like, on paper, it's in my mood. No, it's yeah, it it everybody incredibly you, expensive. Uh, yourself. And aren't good mood days, like, just the best? Yeah. Well, if you've ruined your mood, then how much more anything productive that mm. you oh, it's, you could have done, not should have done, yeah, but you could, could have, have done. Yeah. I definitely have been mad at myself. Mm. I'm a sleeper. Like. You slept till 1130. You just wasted the day. Maybe you needed then, to sleep. Yeah. But I judge it. Yeah. And and I don't do anything. Yeah. Like, that's silly. But mm-hmm. it's the cost. It's the yeah. cost of those expectations and those mean conversations. Oh, the noise in your head. Yep. It's so loud. Where do you think these high, unrealistic expectations we put on ourselves come from? I think that it's a huge... Like, you know, you have, there's probably some, you know, that came from your growing up, your Mm -hmm. family. There were some forms of expectations, which Mm -hmm. are real. Like, you need to take a shower and you need, (laughs) you need to to do chores. Like, like those, those are things that you, that you need to do. But we watch TV and Mm -hmm. we watch social media and then it was like, well, not only do we need to clean our house, but now we need to like decorate it. And not yeah. not only do we need to decorate it, but we need to like do some demoing. Yeah. Like we need to be oh, able to, yeah. to, to, to put a new countertops yeah. on ourselves because they did it in 30 minutes on that yeah. show. <laughs> that uh, like eight week time lapse mm-hmm. you've seen. <laughs> I just had like a revelation as you were saying that because I think a lot of it does come from childhood, especially yeah. if you had like a high achieving oh. kind of a parent like I did. But then I'm realizing like, that was probably them working through their own stuff. Yep. Because, yes, my childhood home was perfect and immaculate all the time. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. never said to me. My mother never said to me, well, now when you grow up, your house has to be perfect and immaculate all the time. Yeah. But I saw her do it. Huh? That could have been her working out her own things. Yep. It's all put on us from generation to yep. going back forever. You heard the story of like somebody buying a ham and cutting off the end, right? Oh, and the where so you you know you go and you make it, you cut off the end. It's like, well, I don't know why we do that. Yeah, it's, it's like just, why do you do that? Grandma and then Grandma was like, well, enough. I don't know why you didn't do that, but my pan, I couldn't fit it in my pan. You know, where it came to mm, just some, a simple situation that has then been passed down yeah, for yep. multiple generations, and there is no no rhyme or re- yeah no yeah. rhyme or reason. We're just holding. I think a lot of it too for me comes from just that fear of not being good enough. I have that for sure. Uh I'm sure we all. I mean, we all have that. But listen, doing the folding an extra load of laundry doesn't make me (laughs) better. It doesn't. (laughs) Means the cat's less likely to lay on it. But (laughs) somehow it's a check mark in her head, though. Yeah, yeah. The the swept floor makes me a better wife and mother. Uh It does not in any way, shape, or form. So. <clears throat> here's the rest of the story, the Becky freaking out during the pandemic because she wasn't doing as much. Yeah. At the end of every day, I was feeling discouraged and defeated 
and dealing with right. the situation. So like whatever you're going through, like you're having those gross feelings and you're dealing with whatever. Mm, uh-huh. So then I had a breakthrough. So I'd had a really good day. Uh-huh. Maybe good. I put maybe even a great one. So at first glance, I figured it was because we had celebrated my oldest son's birthday. Oh. And a birthday seemed like a perfectly reasonable reason to account for a mood shift. Uh-huh. But then I started thinking about it and I realized there was a deeper thing behind the change in my emotional health. So because it was Henry's birthday, I'd given myself a pass. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. For, and I'd removed all of the expectations about the things I should have been doing during the extra time at home. Uh-huh. Because that's where the struggle lies in the should be's. My better days are like that. Yeah. When you just. Yeah. We've talked Grace. about rest recently. And so I've been trying to incorporate that. And it does. It does make you feel mm-hmm. like, all right. I yeah. was like super productive today. Yeah. Didn't do anything. Slept at 1130. <laughs> but from 11 to 30 to yeah. 3, I was very productive. Yeah. yeah. It's just, and it just removes that mental uh-huh. garbage. And it just, and it lets you, it puts you in the present. And yeah. it lets you accept what happens for what it is. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and it, this was during COVID when this happened for me. So the expectations I were picking up and holding on to were different. But it's still the same today. You know, because we pick up these expectations huh? from social media or a, huh? I put people, and it's usually, like I said, acquaintances or people I don't usually care about all that much. Like, why are you ruling my <laughs> life, lady? Right. But, I mean, it's that buffet we talked about in balance where we just pick up yeah, all the yeah. pieces. Uh-huh. You don't want everything at the buffet. Some of those no, things are gross. That is right. That's that very is true. true. And your plate's only so big. Yeah. And other people's tastes are different. So it doesn't matter if this lady over here uh-huh. really likes this thing. It's yeah. okay for you to think it's gross. Right. Olives. It doesn't have to be for you. Like, okay, well, you know, like going into, I'm going to post, we have a lot of Christmas traditions. And, uh-huh. And it makes me happy to it makes them no happy way too. should that put pressure on anybody else. Well, and then like I look at it. them and I know that I'm like, and I know that Becky will never expect that of me. And I was no. like, thank goodness. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that makes couldn't. me feel really soothed. It, it makes me very happy. It makes me wish I was your child doing oh. all those things. But you know, but there's still yeah. things like that for me where I'm not doing, and I'm like, oh uh-huh. wow, our kids have never had that experience. Uh huh. Let it go and let other people enjoy their plate. Yep. Focus on your plate, what you have. But like, so in the COVID days, I was writing it with stuff like, because people were telling you all the shoulds, but then like, you should be picking up a new hobby Mm -hmm. during lockdown. Bond as a family. One thing thing, uh, I read, you know, Shakespeare wrote King Lear during quarantine. Like, well, that's not pressure. Yeah. I'm not Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) So, but whatever it is, all the shoulds Uh people are telling you or that realistically you're putting on you. Yeah. Um, because, like, yeah, my husband's never once, my mother's never said those, like, uh-huh. you guys have never said those things to never. me. Except for, like, you should rest. You should stop talking to yourself like that. That's that's true. Those things. Those right. things we have said to you. I mean, women face this all the time. Like I said, the holidays are going to be wrapped up in expectation. Uh-huh. It's just, you need to know who you are. Stay on your mission. And if you've done a lot of stuff in the past, but this year something has changed and you can't, <laughs> different guess variables. what? It's, it's okay. Uh-huh. You can't bake the cookies, but you really want those cookies, you can go buy those you can cookies. Buy, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You really, really, you really can. can. Yeah. yeah. That's what the store is for. Yeah. Support a small business and go to the bakery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's totally okay. 
It's okay if you need to buy your, I bought a bunch of stocking stuffers today online. Uh And I felt like that that wasn't a special and meaningful because I didn't pick it off the shelf with my own hands and I felt all this mom guilt. But you know what? Like I'm a busy lady and this is a different season and like, that's good enough. Dude, it's delivered to your front door. It's fantastic. Good job. an idea of what your kids are going to, you're not going to get gross things that they won't like. And they still get it. They still get the present. I'm really sorry, mom, but you got this offline and you did not go to the store and pick this off. I don't want this. I know, but I put that. It's the should. Well, good moms go to the store and go to the 15 stores and I don't have time for that this year. I just don't. Oh, you got to stop with the shoulds. Stop with the shoulds. Get rid of that word and just let, let each day be what it is. Yes. It's hard for those of us, looking at you, friend, I know. who are hard on ourselves. <laughs> for those of us who wrongly find our worth in what we do. Yep. For us high achievers, looking at you over there, too. I, I understand. <clears throat> for those of us who spin all the plates and keep our foot on the gas. Yeah. And I put here in my notes, like, you might be going liar under your breath right now. Like, stupid liar, Becky. Um, <laughs> that's something for you, not for me. You know? Like, good people do the things. Perfectly all the time. Mm. I spent so much of my, I still think that. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's wrong and Mm -hmm. dumb and it's making me crazy. Mm -hmm. But I did, I grew up thinking like the bad people, the slackers, the lazy people take breaks. They let the dishes wait and never dust their baseboards. Like other ridiculous chores that people do. But you know what I've learned? The people that take breaks, sorry, those are the healthy people yeah, and the balanced people and the people who recognize their shifting capacity. They are the people who employ grace and aren't ruled by unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that know how to prioritize and rest and choose what works for them every day. I want to be like that. That sounds Me really nice. too. That is not slacker, lazy, bad. That is healthy and balanced and creating that really mental efficient. sanity. Yeah. Really efficient. And I love efficiency. I want to be that person. Me too. Mm. Not the crazy neurotic one who burns out trying to do all the things and then I'm grumpy. Like you said, my mood is affected or the next day is ruined. Yep. Done with that malarkey. Here's the fix. Okay. Okay. Make a list. We love lists. I do like lists. I do like lists too. There's something that's comforting. I don't know. Make a list of all of the expectations. You are currently holding uh-huh. for others, uh, the government, yourself. Yeah. By becoming aware of your expectations, you can choose whether or not to pursue them. You have a choice. Ask okay. yourself this. Are they making you feel not good enough? Mm. Are they making you feel stressed and unhappy? Would you prefer to have a less pressure-filled life? Yes, I, I would. Do your expectations on yourselves make you feel good? No, not usually. Mm-mm. They they make me feel like garbage because I inevitably do not live up to them. Mm-hmm. I used to have a to-do list that had probably fifteen categories uh-huh. on it. Yeah, every day. In it. Oh, every day. Okay. Every day. Okay. I mean, I can see it. Ongoing projects. I mean, there was things to worry about, things to talk to David about, things to do in the kitchen. It was Mm. ridiculous. And if everything didn't get crossed off every day, I was a bad lady. Yeah. Mm. My parents used to think I was going to get ulcers as a child because I've always been this way. 
It's bad. Don't do it. Your expectations are hurting you. Right. <clears throat> Here's just a list. These are, these sound like quick fixes. They're not. This is going to take work. Right. Balance your expectations against reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For other people and and yourself. Right. Perfect is not a thing. No. No one's going to be perfect. Nope. Nope. Stop comparing. Please. 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 Please stop. Please stop. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter if her house is clean today. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Right. She's not you, and her capacity is different than yours is today. Yep. Because mm-hmm. she is a different human being. Question your expectations. Yeah. Ask what the motivation behind them is. That's good. Yeah. Are you doing it to please somebody? To prove yourself worthy? Hmm. To make yourself feel like a better person? Uh-huh. Or is it something that actually needs to be done for the day? Right. Because that's okay. Like, yes, I had to get these notes done. That was an expectation that had to be fulfilled because yeah. I have you a have responsibility. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I had. But did I have to dust the baseboards and sweep the kitchen today? No. 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 So I let that go. Um, respect the variables. Mm-hmm. That might be the that's biggest hard. thing. Yeah. Your capacity is going to shift. Your time and energy are going to change. Your priorities will change. Recognize that every day is just not the same. Right. It's just not. The last thing, and it's a big thing, and I think we're going to talk about it in our spring cleaning series coming up next spring. Mm -hmm. But do you want to say something? No, I'm just like. You hurt You're my heart. Yourself? You hurt my heart so much in the spring cleaning. I was like, I was is, like is she having I'm, not, I'm not prepared for that. She's like, that you just you happened. Got few, you got a few months. Oh, but now I'm going <clears> to <throat> panic about it. No, I'm not. <laughs> the critical spirit plays a huge role in expectation management. Yeah. Recognize that your inner critic is often steeped in judgment. Mm. We need to temper our judgmental spirit towards ourselves and others so a couple of silly games that i was like i mean this was on tiny buddha they said when you like say something negative or want to judge somebody for something you did because when you learn to stop judging other people it'll flow into stopping judging okay yourself and you'll lower your expectations on yourself if you can be kinder to other people so like let's say they said okay the example is if someone cuts you off in traffic and of Mm. course you want to be like jerk face yes <laughs> you dumb dumb now you're making me late and you've ruined my whole life it's like 10 seconds come on people but to, to give six reasons that could explain why they, they did have that to pee. six reasons six that's a lot okay i gave you my first yes. one because i have to they said at least some have to be within the realm of possibility there was one was like they just went to the dentist and now they're picking up transmissions from outer space oh like they're one of their examples but yes or maybe you know they just got fired and they're trying oh. to get home or their wife is in labor and they're rushing to the hospital their, their child, child is, is screaming sick. in the back yes oh yes but if you just try to ex- it gives you some grace huh. for other people and you're not you're not going to be mad you're going to kind of make yourself laugh yes yeah. like okay so why was that person so rude to me at the grocery store okay Number one, their wife just left them. Uh-huh. Okay. Number two, where you just, you are, and, and it just helps you recognize that everyone is human. No one is perfect. Yeah. And we're really bad at grace. Yeah. yeah. We were doing this with my kids last night too, because we're trying to erase the critical spirit from our house. Uh-huh. It's hard. And a couple of our kids are just more, more prone to complain. Yes. yes. Where if they're like, I hate potatoes. And we're like, now you need to say something nice about potatoes. Six or? Just, just one. one. 
<laughs> we're like, okay, now say something I nice. Or if you want to really complain about potatoes. a person. They make delicious french fries. One of yes, my, they do. One of my kids is actually like super weirdly obsessed with a, they want a potato-shaped rug for Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, um, I remember hearing about no. this. But see, now I need to say something nice about potato-shaped rugs. That is great. It supports the agricultural industry. Go Idaho. See, but it just helps because we don't realize how critical we are all the time. Uh-huh. And then that builds expectations. I'm expecting other people to be perfect. I'm expecting everything to be to my liking. Uh-huh. We got to cut that out if we want to temper our expectations. Very cool. So ending on a kind of a weird but fun, fun note. No, let's do this. Anyway, it's but it's bad. Just... I want to just re- reiterate that. Please, please stop with the shoulds and let every day just be what it is. Right. Stop the should. Maybe just start recognizing every time you say that to yourself. Well, I should be. Because you are enough as it is. Yeah. Your worth doesn't change. It does not. Whether you fold the laundry or dust your baseboards. It doesn't change. It's true. And probably all of the people that you think care don't they care eventually they'll say something that's true so these are hard but we need to hear them yeah. ah we love you guys we will be back with you next week as we work on closing out this year getting out of this crazy place of burnout and stress all right we love you bye-bye Bye. you've been listening to the girl in a hill podcast Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.